you ever date somebody and then when you guys break up, you look at you you look back and say, "Man, why the hell did I even date that person? Like, why why did I? What what did I ever see in that person? And what the hell did they see in me? You know, I I just I've been thinking about that a lot recently, and it's it's been hitting me close to home. But uh, we're gonna get into it in this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Matt Palmer, and let's just jump right into it. Okay, it's the second day. I just got a burp real quick, but it's the second day of 2022, and it's the second podcast of 2022. We're on a fucking roll. Um, I have been thinking a lot about what to talk about on this episode, and obviously last episode I, I was very, very heated. I was talking, I mean, I was practically yelling about a, to- a topic, subject, of whatever, and just got to let my shit loose, <laughs> going everywhere, but... uh I want to take a minute to talk about a couple of things on this episode today um, and speak a little bit of some stories. So the base, the, the, basically the, the premise around this episode, the premise that I'm going to try to make it is going to be talking about um, forgiving others and like repentance and stuff, but also talking about how people, when you do so, when people do you wrong, how to forgive them when it's hard to forgive and stuff, but it's going to be a lot more than that. So just hear me out and sit back and listen. So uh, I want to tell two stories, okay? And one of them is more egregious than the other. Far more egregious. Far more. What am I saying? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so when I was in high school, obviously in my freshman year, I've talked about this plenty of times, and I'm going to talk about it again. Um, in my freshman year, I was falsely accused of rape. And my life was literally struck down, and my social life was just nuked and gone. It was It was just gone. It's as simple as that. Um, my social life was gone and my public, you know, everybody else who knew, uh, they just took the girl aside despite her even confessing to the cops that she made up the story and confessing um, to every one of her friends, her close friends that she told that she just did it out of anger and that she didn't like me and uh, a bunch of other ridiculous shit. When you don't like somebody, you can, you, you know, when you definitely hate somebody for who they are, yeah, you take some pretty extreme limits. It's crazy how people do that, but it is what it is. So... Uh, I ended up transferring schools to an alternative school. And again, I'm not going to say what the school name is, but this school changed my life. I had a friend in there. I actually had two uh, two best friends that took me in when nobody else did. And uh, I've ta- I think I've talked about this story once on my podcast episodes, but I'm going to narrow it down. Uh, basically, uh, we'll call them friend A and friend B. Okay, So friend A ended up... Uh, we... we, we ended up hitting it off. It was awesome, you know, gaming buddies or whatever. Friend A and friend B were both fat cunts. Why do I call them fat cunts? Because that's what they were. They were both fat and they were both cunts. And guess what? They like to be that. They like to be exactly that. They like to game and talk shit on Xbox Live. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to do that too from time to time, even though I play on PlayStation. Shitty console, by the way. No, let's get back on track. Okay. Both of these guys were, were heavy, fat dudes that love to talk shit, love to run their mouths, and whenever somebody backfired on them, they'd cower down like little bitches. And I did it too, you know, I, at the time, this was during my sophomore year, I did it too. Go through sophomore year, it's a great year, we're having, you know, we're doing good, it's awesome, we're building something, right? Great friendships. Um, they even invited me to go airsofting with them, it was pretty cool. Uh, junior year comes around and friend B goes off to college and I don't hear from fr- uh, from friend B for a couple of months. Friend A sticks with me. Now you got to understand friend A 
really honestly is a big dude and he's very creepy he has a he has one side of his head shaved and the other side is like long hair and it's dyed hot pink and this is a guy who's not gay by the way it's it's a it's a a, a guy okay dyed hot pink and it's long now here's the thing friend a also loved to drink mountain dew he was just one of those guys who never showered his breast stunk he had really rotten teeth and i'm not saying this because i don't like him this is literally 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 how his character was this is actually him okay big giant teeth but he never brushed them constantly drinking mountain dew at school bringing monsters around and here's the kicker okay Friend A was very jealous of me at the time because I was doing modeling and I was doing different stuff around photography and uh, doing digital editing. Now, I was doing that type of stuff and we had a group chat, or not a group chat, a group project in school one day in our history class. Me and friend A and another girl named Chloe, we were in there and Chloe, you know, she's pretty cute, whatever, whatever, and friend A is drooling all over her. It's all right. She's not really giving a shit. But me and friend, me and Chloe, we got talking about this one uh, subject along the lines of photography. I believe I can't remember a whole lot because it was so far, uh, so far in the past. It was so long ago. But she, we were talking about that, and she, I said to her, I was like, "Yeah, like when I was younger, I did a little bit of modeling myself. I actually did a a, a song shoot model. Uh, I was part of it. And when I was really younger, um, I actually was a part of the local newspaper modeling thing too. So I was talking to her about that. This drove fucking this friend a down the rabbit hole and he got pissed off and from that point forward he started talking shit on me oh i could do modeling better than matt oh he's a fucking he's this he's that he's a hundred thousand things that i wish i wasn't you know uh, whatever so at the time this is a junior year at the time i just kind of heard it come and go i had another friend and this girl um she, uh, I talked about her on the, when I was telling this actual story uh, on a, a couple podcasts ago. This girl told me that Jack, or I almost just said his name. Um, the reason why I'm not saying his name is because he doesn't deserve any light for what I'm about to say that he did at all. But uh, this one girl that I was very close friends with told me the shit that he was saying. He was saying some very egregious stuff about me. And me being the guy that I was, I knew that I was a better person than him because I supported him no matter what, even while he talked shit on me and played nice guy in front of my face. I still made sure that I put him first and I still made sure that I supported him. So whatever, I didn't care. He could talk shit on me and I'm, I, I, won't, I won't have any trouble sleeping at night. I just don't give a shit. So I let it go, I let it slide. Then I end up losing my social life because he starts spreading the rumors that I supposedly raped this girl in my freshman year. Again, this girl confessed not only to the court, but to the cops and the investigator and also to the friends around her that she made up this story. So this guy is quite literally slandering and def – I could have sued him for defamation of character hard, okay? Actually, fuck that. I could have sued him for not only defamation of character, I could have sued him for slander and defamation. So I could have I could have taken his fat white ass to court and sued him for two things right until he ran out of Mountain Dew. Alright? Crazy, right? So let's get back on the story. So this guy is talking about me, slandering me, telling the shit. So I lose my public fucking life at school. I lose my reputation, I lose my friends, my fucking best friends go away, and now I've got Fatty McGee over here saying some slanderous shit to me. It's ridiculous. So he's saying this crap, right? He's saying this crap and whatever, whatever. Time goes on, okay? At the end of junior year, he graduates. And uh, me and what little friend group I have, he's like two friends. 
uh, me and my little friend group, we, got, we continue going without him. Then senior year comes around, right? And I'm going to college in my senior year while finishing up high school. Uh, for a brief explanation, I know this doesn't really matter to a whole lot of people, but for those of you asking, how can you go to college in your senior year of high school? I had all my credits up. I'll get, again, I went to an alternative school for the last portion. I had all of my credits um, and my principal basically said, yeah, you got all your credits. Uh, you can choose to graduate early or you can go to college until your graduation date in May of 2020. So I was like, uh, I guess I'll go to college until 2020 so I can get more college credit uh, if I go to college after high school. So anyways, I go, doing I go and do college. And then January of 2020 comes around, right? Uh, actually, it was not January 2020. It was January 2021. So this is actually after high school and I was still going to college. So January 2021 comes around. I'm sorry. 2021 comes around. And I, I'm walking out of my college and I see, my, I see a notification on my phone from this same girl who told me everything that Jackson was talking shit on my name before. Or friend A. Sorry, I shouldn't have said his name. But she says to me, I guess we were right about him all along. And it's a Facebook post. So I am, I'm, I'm like, who? So I click on this Facebook post. It's taking me to, uh, you know, the County 411 Facebook page that, I'm, that I live in. It says, Logan man arrested for X, Y, and Z. Some really, let's just say it was some, some stuff you should not be doing if you're underage. Don't do that shit. I talked about this on, on a podcast episode. Don't send nudes if you're underage. Oh, but it's fun. Shut the fuck up and go to bed. Put your phone up. Stop it. Idiot. Knock that off. This guy who was talking shit on me completely ruined my friends, my reputation, everything about me by carrying the same lie and same snot shit fucking shit that this girl made up in the first place all because she hated me. This guy, this this fat punk gets arrested for indictment on child pornography, distributing it, sending it out on group chats, everything else you go look at this fucking thing for yourself all right he got arrested off of up to 20 accounts of this shit and i am reading down this freaking list and all of a sudden i see i see this guy's mugshot and my mouth dropped to the mother i mean it dropped to the floor it was bad so i'm looking at this and i'm reading this i see his mugshot and i see his big fat head the head i just i could just hear the shit that he talked about me right so i'm i'm looking at this man he's getting arrested he's already in jail hell he's gonna go to prison for the crap that he's done oh yeah right now i see that uh all this all these charges he got it was it's egregious charges you go look for it yourself it, it was crazy it's public record by the way i can say this public record go look all right so i am i am and i'll say his name when i'm done with this but i'm reading down this and i said to myself Jesus Christ, you have given me justice and you have given me finally an out after this guy just completely slandered and bullshit my name. Completely. Right? So, it felt so good. And it felt so great to see this guy finally getting arrested for something that he did that is very fucked up, but also giving me justice because the dude just completely... I mean, look, 
I didn't get arrested and, and go through the full, you know, punishment for something I didn't even do. I didn't rape this girl and she made it up and she flat out made it up and fooled the police. She fooled the investigators and she fooled the court, almost fooled the whole court. But this guy literally commit a horrifying misdemeanor and horrifying felonies, like, like, like nine felonies, like these crazy amounts. Okay, there's up to 20 charges. There's more than nine felonies. I'm pretty sure. I, I, it's been a while since I've looked. Go look for yourself. It's public record. But he gets arrested for this shit. And justice is served to myself. Now I never. I, I, I'm not gonna go into the rest of it. You could go listen to the episode where I talked about this. It's all over now. But, um, yeah, there's that. To this day, I have not forgiven him for the shit that he has done to me, the shit he said about me, all the lies, all the horse shit, all of the nasty shit. If I had the chance, I'd punch him straight out. I'd punch the teeth out into, the, into his lungs. Look, I'm not a tough guy. I'm not a tough guy at all, and I'm, I don't like showing off in front of girls. I don't care, all right? But if I can just promise one thing about myself that isn't myself is that if I ever – ever met this guy in jail or prison i'd knock the teeth so far into his lungs and drag his head on the pavement because he got arrested for some horrifying shit that little girls and little honestly children didn't deserve the shit that he was viewing the material he was viewing was of girls as old as as 12 and as young as newborns so give me a fucking break when i say i would love to knock the jesus out of this guy's head all right you would too fuck off so anyways it's hard to forgive somebody like that right now me being a being a christian guy okay i love god i believe in god hell i have my necklace i have everything um, my cross necklace i got all of it i love to help people when they have done me wrong because it brings justice to me just by having them see that I am forgiving them. It's not it's not my own doings. It's not my own works. It's just that I want to help people out. Remember last episode how I talked about I want to spend, you know, if I ever get super filthy rich, I want to spend at least like 50 to 100,000 dollars just helping out individuals, like individuals instead of donating it to a massive charity that eventually will blow off. I want to change many people's lives, not for my own reputation, but because I want to help people. Excuse me. So, um, remember this story about uh, friend A and friend B. Remember this. We're going to come back to this, okay? It's really hard to forgive somebody for that, right? He found no remorse. He never, he never, forget, he never apologized for the shit he said. And when you go and look at the court documents about what he said, I'm pretty sure this guy didn't want a prison sentence. So they substituted it for like 15 years jail time. And then he got 10 charges dropped. I have no, it drives me absolutely shit crazy that he had 10 out of 20 charges dropped. What the actual fuck? How? What the fuck, man? But to this day, he never apologized, but my justice was given right there when, when I saw that article, okay? When people do you wrong, all right, when people backstab you, because he did backstab me, he, you know, doing all that shit out of jealousy. When people backstab you and stuff, it's all right to be angry, and it's, it's definitely all right to be angry, but it's all right to also kind of linger on it for a while and, you know, do your thing. Imagine you're, you know, it's like when you go through a, through a relationship, right? And the girl cheats on you. 
you know, it's hard to forgive them or the girl or the guy. I don't mean to say girl as in, you know, being misogynistic. I was just using that for an example. But whenever the other person cheats on you, it's so hard to forgive them. Right. In fact, I sit here and question people that get divorcements and I'm like, how, how can you forgive them and move on from, you know, the shit that you guys went through? And they say, well, it just takes time and effort. It's just like how you want a relationship to work out time and effort. You know, when when a girl this is going to dr- drive into my next point, when a girl cheats on me, it really honestly strikes me, strikes me down. My first uh, technical, the girl who I actually lost my virginity to, um, I'm not going to say her last name, but I'll just say her first name, uh, Lexi. She, uh, the, the way that my relationship ended with her was by her cheating on me. And I never let, I never, ever let it go from her. Every time we talked after that, I reminded her of it because I was so hurt. Um, and I was proud of it too. I said, look, you are, you are a piece of shit. You cheated on me. And then you had the guy who you cheated on me with some Air Force cunt, you had him come and get mad at me for putting it over your head. Oh, I'm going to hold it over her head, all right. She cheated on me with you, and you're just a solid 3 out of 10, okay? So when somebody cheats on you, if you've never been cheated on, holy shit, you're gracious almighty. It sucks. It makes you feel like a worthless pile of junk. It makes you feel like you're not enough, and it makes you feel like shit. It sucks, it sucks a lot. And a majority of the people who are listening to this right now have probably been cheated on. All right? It's, it sucks. In fact, I'll, I'll call somebody out right now. I'm not going to say their name, but there's probably somebody listening to this right now who has cheated. Who has gone out of their way and flirted or fucked or whatever the heck with another girl or another guy. Just own up to it. Tell yourself, I have done that before, but I have forgiven myself. And if you have not forgiven yourself, don't say that. Just say you're a cheater, okay? I want to talk a little bit about the second story that I'm going to say. And then we're going to tie it all together, okay? So the first story was about this friend A who got arrested, okay? Friend, or not friend B, story number two, or story B if you want to call it that, all right? Early 2021, I dated a girl who was absolutely amazing, and I have I have nothing but love and appreciation for this person. Um, if you ever listen to this, I don't know if I should say her name or not, but if you ever listen to this, you were an absolute amazing person, and I hope that you and your new son are doing absolutely amazing, and I just want you to know I'm, I am sincerely sorry for the shit that I left you guys in and it's not my son, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely good that you're doing good and you're, you made it through the pregnancy that you went through. And I absolutely, I, I, I appreciate you. I don't love you, but I appreciate you, but I am going to be a little bit harsh in the story I'm about to tell. All right. I don't know if she's ever going to listen to this or not, but I know she's caught on to my streams here and there. But, uh, there was one day when I went to this girl, uh, to her work. She worked in a gas station with a, like a family gas station job. And I remember she took me there one day to meet some of her coworkers while we were about to like go out for something. I don't, I don't exactly remember. We were going to go out somewhere and, um, Oh, good Lord. I hate talking about this, but she, uh, when we walked into 
her work, like this gas station and stuff, there was only one guy there that she was really good friends with. And I knew that this was like her favorite coworker that she worked with and all. And I'm sitting in the back while, you know, her, her mom is doing some stuff because her mom worked there too. And, you know, her coworker is, you know, they're talking. My girlfriend and, and him are talking. And I'm just sitting in the back like, okay, I'm just waiting until we leave, whatever. And I see out of the corner of my eye, she's smiling at him. Now, don't, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. Just listen to what I'm about to say. Okay? Listen. She's smiling at him right? And she's laughing, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then I see it. <laughs> I see it. She's kicking him around, kicking him in the back of the shin, flirting with him, doing whatever. And she did it. She, she was kicking him around, you know, playfully, flirtatiously, playing footsies. Shut the fuck up. Definitely was doing that. So, doing this shit doing that and i remember i was i think i was like six feet away from them and i'm and i'm i'm literally watching this like a creep and i'm 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 hidden behind something and i'm just watching and i'm like oh this is gonna if, if me and her break up i'm never gonna i'm, I'm never gonna let go of this because look you're flirting right in front of me and you think i don't see because i'm looking away oh i'm looking all right get the fuck out of here what do you think I am? So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, I just know that there's, yeah, we're just friends. If you're just friends, then Saturn doesn't have fucking rings. Let me tell you that. All right. <laughs> if, if you're just friends, then the, then the moon doesn't orbit the earth. Listen. All right. So I'm, I'm watching this and stuff and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, oh man, I, I hate, I hate the fact that I have to confront this later. I never did because I let, I just, I was so angry about it. I let it go. And obviously she would just tell me some horse shit. Like, oh, well, we were just friends. We were just friends. It was nothing big. It was nothing, whatever. We were just friends. We just do that shit. Yeah. Right in front of your fucking boyfriend. You play footsies and you touch this guy's shoulder and you stare into his eyes and you do all that nasty shit. You do it with another guy right in front of your boyfriend. Look, I have nothing against this guy. I have nothing to say against him, even if he was allowing it. Hell, even if he was doing that, I don't give a shit about him. I give a shit about the person that matters most to me, you. And then you do that shit in front of me. So I'm, I, I, as time has gone on, I've, I've slowly let go of this, but it's never left my head. It's never, I've never gotten over it because... I think to myself, all right, if I could confront her in that time, what would I say? Hey, why are you being so, like, fucking touchy? Like, back off. Like, what the fuck's this? We're, we're just friends. This is just what we do. If that's what you fucking do, then you better take me home right now. I don't want to talk to you. You know, fuck that. We're all the way in Idaho. I'll walk home. I don't want to be with somebody who's going to sit here and fucking flirt with another guy in front of me. Friendly my ass. If that's friendly, I don't even know what else is. What, what, what are you going to do now? You're going to hold his hands while you go to the fucking carnival and then tell me you're just friends? You're going to kiss him when it's fucking New Year's and you're going to tell me it's just friends? Oh, no, 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 fuck that. What if you end up fucking him and you're just friends? Oh, okay, I get it. I, hey, listener right now, whoever's listening to this right now, they're just friends. You understand? Get the fuck out of here. They're just friends, Matt. You're overreacting. So anyways, let's get back on track. I'm just being all sarcastic now, okay? I am, I am 
thinking about this stuff earlier today about this particular girl and I've never confronted her about it because it's been so it's just been so long it doesn't matter but I can't help but think I'm like man what the fuck would I have to say to the next girl that I date that ends up doing that what if if a girl that I am dating ends up having this little secret bitch bullshittery whatever the heck it is and then I end up seeing it I have to confront it whether it be now or later I have to say hey you know, you're getting a little bit fucking close to that guy. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the person to be overprotective and I'm not the person to be jealous. I don't really get jealous at all. All right. Cause I know my worth, but I don't appreciate as, uh, my, you know, my girlfriend flirting with another guy as much as she would not want me to even remotely float with another fl- float, flirt with another girl, <laughs> you know? So I have just been having this constant thought in the back of my head to talk about this subject on on my podcast, cheating. All right, I don't know if what you would call if you would call what I just said the story number two as cheating. I don't know if you would call it that, but I think it was something that led onto it, something that really, you know, kind of fit the narrative towards it, right? Because I sit here and say that was just in front of me, and and she she you know made sure that I didn't see, even though I did. I can't imagine what she fucking does at behind the scenes, right? I mean, what the hell? Like, go ahead and explain that to me. Seriously, go ahead and explain to me what else is there. Because if I can't see it and and you're hiding something from me, I don't want to be a part of whatever the fuck you're trying to make out with me. I don't. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who goes behind my back and flirts with other guys. Don't. And I, I think any other guy, unless you're a cuck, wouldn't want that either. Who, how would you like to be with somebody who constantly put other guys or other girls before you? You don't want to be with that person for very long. Trust me, you don't. How would you like to be with somebody who it's, – it's like that one Bible quote, right? Where Jesus says, whoever confesses me before man, I will also confess him on judgment day right before the father. But whoever denies me before man, I will also deny him in front of the father. So it's like it, it, the, basically the terminology is like if you, den- if you are with your friends and they're like, hey, Matt, do, do you believe in God? Do you believe that crap? And I say, not really. No, I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't fall for that crap. My family is, but I don't. See, then on judgment day, God is going to say, well, he denied me. So... I'm going to deny him in front of the father and he's not going to heaven. That's just that. But if I were to say, well, you guys might find it funny, but yeah, I'm very, you know, I'm very spiritual. You know, I follow, I follow God or just say, simply put, yes, I'm a believer of God. If I just confess God, boom, there you go. Then on judgment day, God would confess me in front of the father. It's, it's Bible study. Read your Bible. Okay. It's the same thing with the relationship. If you are dating somebody and they sit here and kind of just throw you off to the bus in front of everybody else, somebody who's ashamed to be with you, right? You don't want to be, you don't want to be with them. If, why, why would you want to be with somebody who's so ashamed of you? That's pretty fucked up. It's pretty sad. You know? And I feel... I don't know, and I, I, I think as time has gone gone by, like, I've dated girls in the past who have been ashamed just to be with me, period, and I don't really blame them a whole lot, because when I was younger, um, 
especially in middle school, I was a very, very weird kid. I was a kind of a creep, actually. I was just a, just a weird guy. And uh, I don't blame it. But there hasn't been a whole lot of people at all in my life where I have been ashamed to be with them because I feel like everybody, no matter how energetic you are, I, I feel like everybody needs to be confessed in front of other people as they would confess you, right? If if somebody's ashamed to be around you, and this is the whole popular kids thing, right? This is what I talked about last episode. If somebody's ashamed to be around you, you shouldn't be around them. If you're ashamed to be around somebody, they shouldn't be around you. Simple logic. Use your head, all right? But, yeah. You know, I, I, I want to tie back the two stories that I told with friend A and my ex who was playing footsies and getting way too flirtatious with this one coworker. okay? It's hard to forgive somebody who isn't remorseful, right? In terms of God, the way that repentance works is you, you obviously commit the sin and then you feel remorseful. So you confess your sins to God and you repent. Now, repent means, you know, you turn away from your sins and you try not to commit them. You try and don't commit that sin. All right. And then through that repentance, God forgives you. But let's say you do this. Okay. You commit the sin, right? You, for, you commit the sin. Let's say, let's, let's use a particular sin. Let's say you go and steal, right? You shoplift in a, in a gas station or you shoplift in Walmart. Let's do that. So you steal in Walmart, okay? And then you confess to God. Actually, let's not use that example. Let's say you just, let's just do something something simple. Okay, let's say you cuss. Let's say you say the Lord's name in vain. You say, oh my God, all right? So then you've commit the sin. You feel remorseful, just like I do right now. You feel remorseful. So you go in prayer and you confess your sin. You say, Lord, I confess this sin, right? And then you actively make an effort to not commit that sin again. And then when you do fulfill that, you find not only forgiveness, but you find completion and you find God's love, okay? God is love and he's the God who wants to forgive you and stuff. And the reason, you know, th this is the thing in the, that Jesus really wants us to do is he wants us to be more like Jesus because Jesus is more like God. God Jesus is the direct son of God and God wants us to be like Jesus because we're, we're each and every one of us are children of God, whether you believe in God or not. It's, it's just how it is. You can, you can choose to have that title or not, but that's just how it is. And, you know, God wants to forgive us. It's like, you know, parents forgive their children, except God is, is not human. He's God, you know, he's the creator. And so for me, it's been really hard to forgive people who don't feel remorseful, just like God does not forgive a person who says, oh, my G.O.D., and then they continue to say it after repenting. How is God going to forgive somebody who, who doesn't repent? Right? How can you forgive somebody? It's like, how can you forgive your girlfriend if she keeps cheating on you? Right? Like, the, I hate that I just said that because it reminds me of something that's just happened yesterday. I mean, my mom and had to kick her ex-boyfriend out because he did not try to, you know, fix his past mistakes and stuff. Despite how many times he apologized, he never, he never tried. 
it's hard to forgive people when they don't even look for that forgiveness. They don't even look for just your forgiveness, honestly. To this day, that girl has not really anything to apologize to me, but, you know, the the ex I was talking about, there's a part of me that desperately wants to apologize to her for, you know, breaking up with her and, and leaving her in the dirt. There is a massive part of me that wants to apologize to her. And I'm the one who fucking broke up with her. There's a part of me that wants to apologize to friend A for all of the times I made him feel like less of a human. Even though he's commit all of these nasty acts and he's gotten arrested for some horrifying shit, there is a part of me that wants to forgive and wants to apologize to him too. There is a part of me that wants to forgive him. But that might never happen because, well, he doesn't have any forgiveness in him. And if he does, I haven't even heard it once. You know, I have people talk to me all the time. They say, well, Matt, it's hard for me to forgive the guy who raped me. It's hard for me to forgive the, you know, my, my dad who beat my mom or my step stepmom or stepdad who, you know, abused me. Believe me. And when I say this, I mean it. Fucking A right. Believe me. I understand. And I have been in your shoes and your situation. And I can tell you, it's not hard. Or it's, it is hard. It's not easy. It's not easy to forgive people who have done you wrong physically and mentally, right? Physically and mentally. It's not, it's, it's not hard at all. In fact, or it, it is hard. Sorry, I keep getting mixed up. It's not easy at all. Um, it's, not, it's not easy to forgive people who have done wrong to you physically, mo- emotionally, mentally, spiritually, everything. Right? But we need to learn how to forgive our debtors as God has forgiven us. And we need to learn how to forgive others as God has forgiven us. And we need to learn how to let go of shit. Being manic and having mania over the mistakes that people have done will drive you to the nut house, all right? How do you think people who go on, on murderous rampages, Nicholas Cruz, I'm going to call that, that little fucker out, all right? When that kid shot up that school, I can't remember, I think it was like the Parkland, I don't know, I can't remember what school it was, but when he shot that school up, he did it solely out of revenge and because people treated him like less of a human being, Right? Before he went and shot up that school, he, he specifically said that this was going to be his, his redemption arc. This is where he was going to stand tall, and this is where he was going to get justice for himself. So he went and killed a bunch of kids and, and traumatized hundreds more and got the disrespect of the entire world. Right? That's not how you find justice. That's not how you find forgiveness. You don't go shoot up a school. You don't go and beat someone up. You know, people, I I know in a lot of uh, different black communities in like California and stuff, I I know that justice comes through, you know, beating people up and and drive-by shootings and all that stuff. Right? Or sometimes in schools, right? In the locker rooms. I know this in the locker rooms. Justice comes from when, from when people will pay others to beat somebody up or talk shit or do whatever. It, it's always bad. 
but people can't sit down and have a simple adult conversation between two human beings and say, listen, I feel this way because you said or did this. And I would appreciate if you could apologize so I can forgive you. But no, we have to sit here and we have to bicker like the United Nations for 30 fucking minutes about some dumb crap. And and by the time the argument ends, the argument hasn't even moved an inch over no man's zone. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't gotten anywhere besides more arguing. But we can't sit down and have, you know, remember last last night's episode, how I talked about that girl who was I was on the phone call with and she blew her shit at me. That social justice warrior. Right. I specifically messaged her on Tinder actually yesterday before I filmed the episode. And I said, hey, listen, I, I, you know, I don't know why you you just insulted me and like attacked me like that. But I just want you to know I'm sorry. I, I actually said this to her, by the way, I'll pull up. the. Oh, I just realized she blocked me. I, I can't I can try to find the messages, but I'll, I'll search and try to find them. But she said or I said, I said, look, I don't know why you you blew your lid off on me and really just went the way you did. But I just want you to know, I sincerely am sorry for the way that I treated you and the way that I, if I said something wrong, if I said something that triggered you off, like something from your past, I need you to understand it wasn't my intent to hurt you and it wasn't my intent to make you feel sad or make you feel whatever. And I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but I really am sorry. But I would appreciate it. I really would appreciate it if you would just give an apology to me for the way that you so inhumanely attacked me, really vigorously attacked me, so I can forgive you and we can be on good terms and I can let this go and actually let you go and not have to keep, you know, going back at this. You know what she did? She blocked me. She did. And she actually unadded me on Snapchat too. Why don't you go buy a Subway while you're at it? You unadd me on Snapchat and you block me on Tinder even after I apologize to you. Whatever. I, I just, I don't care. But I, at least she got my apology. She doesn't have to forgive me. It's alright. But, uh, I'd forgive her. It's so hard to forgive people when they don't even, they don't feel remorseful. You know? I grew up on, on Xbox Live Call of Duty lobbies. Right? I mean, I heard the N-word 30 times every match. The term kill yourself was used more times than people were breathing air. I mean, it was a suspect. It was a suspect. It was a breeding ground for insults. It actually was. But nobody took it seriously because that's just what it was. It was all light and fun. Now, I know that if you were to go up to somebody and say... Um, if you were to go up to a guy, if you're a guy like myself and you go up to another guy and you say, you know, what's up, you fucking asswipe? What's up, fat ass? The other guy's going to respond with, oh, what's up, douchebag? But if you were to go up to a girl, you might get a different response if you say that. You know? What's up, fat ass? And if that girl is super emotional, she's going to take it a little bit deeper. If you were to go up to your best friend, or you were not best friend, but you would go up to another guy, be like, "What's up, douchebag? What's up, fat ass?" He's just gonna take it off. He, you know what? He might grab that, throw it back at you like a home plate. But 
that compared to people who actively go out of their way to insult and hurt other people, just like what I talked about on yesterday's podcast, see, that's a whole different ballgame. And the people who don't even feel remorseful for it. I hate to get into this topic, but the whole cancel culture shit, especially on Twitter. People on TikTok, like they will apologize. They will apologize for the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest stuff. I mean, the most stupidest stuff, right? I mean, somebody doesn't like a comment that they said about, like, a fucking joke. Three people get triggered in the comment sections who are just sensitive little bitches. And then and then this TikToker has to apologize for it. Hey, guys, I just want you to know that I am really sorry about the insult that I said to this person on, a, on a, a Fortnite yesterday on, on the live stream. I just want you to know that I'm really sorry. And I'm, I'm going to actively make an effort to never call this person a fat slob again. And I'm never going to say anything like that ever again to anybody in public or private. And a matter of fact, I'm going to donate 100000 fucking dollars to the nearest suicide prevention center because I called this person a fat slob and I'm fucking retarded and gay amen have a good day motherfucker like dude is that how people need to start acting because that's literally how people act on tiktok yeah bryce hall i'm calling out you i mean everybody on tiktok popular kid rich kid all these guys i mean they just do this dumb shit all because they're scared to get canceled what happened to what happened to us being able to make a fucking joke Make a joke and not have to say, I'm sorry for making that joke. You know, I was talking to my friend Tori yesterday on the phone and I said to her, I was like, okay, what's your level of dark humor? And I went down the jokes with her. I said, what's, what, what's, what's, what's your level? Tell me when this is too much. So I said, okay, 9-11 jokes. She said, yeah, that's too much. I said, really? Okay, uh, Nazi concentration camp Hitler jokes. Like dark, dark jokes. She said, yeah, that's way too much. Really? Okay, let's see. Uh, cancer jokes. My dad died of cancer, and I still make those jokes. Uh, cancer jokes. She said, yeah, that's too much. So I was like, okay. And then I asked her why, and she just went through it, and she gave me valid reasons. But if I was to go on Twitter and say, hey, why do you guys get offended off a single damn dark joke when you're not even supposed to be here? They make up some horse shit like, oh, because it's very disrespectful. No shit. That's the point of the joke. That's the point of the joke. It's called a dark joke. It's called a dark joke for a dark reason. It's to make people go hardy, har, har. That was a funny joke. You just said a concentration camp joke. I'm laughing so hard I fell out my fucking seat and broke my neck. But people can't say basically any jokes anymore without some Karen or some social justice warrior like the girl on Tinder I talked on the phone and blew her shit off at me. I can't make a joke to them. Because they'll get angry. Matter of fact, let me tell you one last story before we really dive into the end of this podcast, okay? I got, I, I remember Halloween of 2021, okay? I was riding in the car and we went, me and my mom uh, took a trip down to uh, Main Street where there was this activity going on. It was actually really fun. And it was like a public activity. And when we were driving home, we took a taxi. And when we were driving home, this, this taxi driver we had was a little bit of a, you know, kind of, hardcore lgbtq whatever the fuck the community's called and you know she's a little bit more of the you know the modern side 
you know, rainbow and all. And she says to me, <clears throat> so it looks like, well, she said to my mom, she was like, it looks like there's not a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of people trick-or-treating tonight. It's kind of cold and it's getting late, you know, it's like eight o'clock. And, and my mom was like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what it's all about. So I said this joke, I said, well, it sucks for the people who, uh, who left their candy out on the front porch in a bowl because all of the homeless people are probably going to go up to it and, you know, steal the candy. I said it as a joke, something along like that. This taxi driver nearly slammed her brake. She got so pissed off. She got so angry. She looks at me in a rear view and she goes, don't say that. That is so disrespectful. In front of my mom, too. That's so disrespectful. Don't say that. And she was pissed. You can't say that. Oh, I can say that. I, you're lucky I'm not saying any, literally, literally, literally anything above that. Because anything above that, if you thought that joke was bad, I can't, I can't imagine the type of seizure you would have if you heard a 9-11 joke. I mean, you'd, you'd orgasm. You'd have a fucking fit. So I just, I just shrugged it off. I was like, I can't believe she got pissed off at that. Gosh. So, you know, it is what it is. People, I, I, I will say this till the day I die, right? There are so many people in this generation who wouldn't last not even five minutes in an Xbox lobby from 2011 to 2013, all that stuff, right? And even prior, like 2009, like those lobbies were the, the pinnacle. They were the best times of Xbox because people weren't afraid to say nasty shit to each other when they got pissed off while playing Call of Duty. You know the you know the map Rust for all of the all of the guys who used to play Call of Duty back then. I mean Rust, not even just Call of Duty, but Halo, right? Halo, Call of Duty. Um, oh man, there's there's a couple others I can name, but you know all of this stuff. Halo and Call of Duty were the biggest ones that I grew up on, right? In fact, for the longest time, I know people are gonna laugh at me, but for the longest time, Halo Reach was my favorite game, and then and then Halo Three. Obviously, everybody loves Halo Three. And the real one that people are going to laugh at me about, my favorite Call of Duty is actually Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, right? I loved Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare was a good fucking game, and it's, oh, it's underrated, hardcore underrated. Now, Infinite Warfare, Activision might as well go ahead and bomb their offices for that game. But people will go on those lobbies to this day, scream the N-word, and then a bunch of other guys will add on to it and make up insults and get mad at each other. But if you were to take a couple of modern-day rainbow-wearing, bullshittery, LG, I mean, just a bunch of idiots who, who get offended at the drop of a hat, if you were to put them on those lobbies and the shit that they would hear, it would be equivalent to prison. I mean, really? But we don't talk about that. Oh, yeah, okay, because I'll get canceled for saying that. Fuck up, I don't care. People take this crap too far, man. All this cancel, all this cancel culture nonsense, man. You you say a dark joke and you get canceled for it. You pick your nose, you get canceled for it. Just why can't we all just shut the fuck up? And you know, let me point this out too. Okay, Mom's Basement podcast. All right, Killer Keemstar and Phase Banks from Phase Clan. They sat down on one episode. I think it was actually the episode with Leafy is here. The second episode um, that he was on. And FaZe Banks went on this, like, unnecessary... It was just such a stupid tangent about libertarian. And he, you know, he, he's 
choosing this ideology and he was going off about whether or not he believes in this and he's you know whatever that it was just such a like nobody asked you dude just shut up and at at the end of it he even took it back but he said something in there that i really i took i paid attention to he said i just wish that everybody would um stop worrying about other people's shit stop being in other people's you know garbage and stop just just everybody just let go of other people's problems let everybody do their own thing solely as long as it's not hurting anybody else right people say well based on that shouldn't this person from the internet be banned no close your fucking laptop turn your fucking phone off you don't need to be on there you're choosing to be on there and then you're getting mad when you see something that doesn't apply to you Turn your fucking phone off and read a book or go make another hobby, man. Instead of sitting on Twitter all day, crying and bitching and being a little puss about the smallest jokes. Judas Priest, this generation, man. And it's getting worse. People sit here and make fun of Karens, right? I get that. I love making fun of Karens because they deserve it, right? This, there's some people in our generation who are becoming those people that they make fun of. A guy makes a fucking com- comedic joke and he gets canceled. Co- comedy is like probably the one, the one like, like lasting free speech that people cannot get rid of. Right? I love to sit down and I'll listen to Gabriel Iglesias. All right? I love Gabriel. Fluffy. I love him. He is a funny motherfucker, and I, I absolutely love him, okay? I could sit down and listen to him make fun of fat people because he is fat, and he, he owns it. But somebody else might listen to him and be like, wow, you're fat-shaming people. You're fat-shaming people. You're, you're making fun of your fat best friend. You're a horrible person. Everybody in that fucking auditorium would turn around and get in line and one by one slap that person over the fucking face. It's a joke. A joke. I mean, seriously, it's a joke. You know, I say jokes. Cancel me. If what I if what I fucking say pisses you off so much, do something. Tell me. I say a knock knock joke and you cry. But I say a 9/11 joke and people around me laugh. If if people are so this is where I'm going to end up the podcast. If people are so quick to to be hateful towards other people and you you simply cannot forgive somebody, but also People are so quick to judge and attack and hurt other people. Then where the fuck are we going to end up like 20 years from now? Everybody in this generation, not everybody, but a lot, a, ma- a massive majority of people in this generation are, are becoming so soft and so just, ugh, it, it, it's just ridiculous. It's becoming so soft, so offended at such little shit. I mean, seven to foya. It is ridiculous. It, it's it's actually ridiculous because we can't say even the smallest of jokes without pissing somebody off. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Anyways, look, I'm gonna take the next 
five minutes just to just to make a few requests okay if you're if you're about to leave the podcast i need you to stay on for just five minutes because this is going to apply to you okay um for anybody listening right now i want you to go and find me on any social media and i need you to tell me what you want me to talk about in future podcast episodes of 2022 uh, my Instagram is Matt or Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's. P M A T T H E W P A L M E R R. Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's. And my Snapchat, where you can contact me the quickest, is um, Solus M P. Capital S O L U S M P. Solus M P. If you want to find me on Facebook, um, my Facebook is just Matt Palmer. Anywhere else. Go ahead and message me and tell me what you want me to talk about on this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. And I most likely, 9 out of 10 chance, will talk about what you want me to talk about on this podcast. But it all starts with you messaging me and telling me what you want me to talk about. And I would love, absolutely love, to uh, have another episode tonight or tomorrow come out. But thank you so much for everybody who has listened to the podcast ever since we started back in early uh Uh, late October, early November of 2021. I just want you guys to know that we're not going to stop. I'm not going to stop, not we, but I'm not going to stop. And uh, we're only, this is probably like the ninth episode in. There's going to be plenty more coming along the way. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking a damn joke and not getting pissed off at me for saying a knock-knock joke. Remember to forgive others as God has forgiven you. All right. And remember to do something for somebody else before you do something for yourself, okay? You know what? On second thought, fuck everybody. No. no. You know what? Do everything for yourself, all right? Fuck the homeless guy down the street. Fuck him. He got there himself, all right? Fuck your family who's poor while you're rich. Get your money, man. That, that girl that that girl that cheated on you, get back with her and then cheat on her. Fuck, fuck all of it, man. You see that you see that comedian over there who's doing his job. Let's hey hey, communities, furry communities, head ass communities, Twitter. Let's go cancel him. He's making jokes. What a bastard. Hey comedian, kill yourself. You're a fucking fraud. You know what? Don't forgive anybody. Ignore it. People suck. Let's all just hate each other. Let's all let's all hate each other and show how everybody's a piece of shit. We don't need to forgive anybody. We need to start killing people, man. Fuck these people. And fuck this podcast. No, fuck them. Don't forgive anybody. Don't forgive me. I hate all of you. Don't ever listen to this podcast again. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Okay, look, I'm just joking around if you can't tell. All right, look, thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I have been your host, Matt Palmer. You have been very, very splendid and wonderful and super sexy and so sweet. And I will see you on another episode. Please go and find my social medias and get in contact with me or just leave in a comment what you want me to talk about next and i will most likely definitely probably will talk about what you want me to talk about 
but go ahead and le- uh, leave below what you want me to talk about. And uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I'm going to go ahead and buy a nuclear weapon and uh, bomb all of New York. Fuck all you haters. <laughs> Bye. See you on next episode, cunts. Also, the one thing that I will not retract, okay, Goku stands and Fortnite kids are the most toxic little fuckers on TikTok. Bye.